The date is July 23rd, Tuesday, and today I'm coming to you from Portland, Oregon. Today is the birthday of Thomas Brisbane, British-Australian governor and astronomer. Brisbane was born in 1775 in Scotland. After a career in the military, Brisbane served as the sixth governor of Australia in his late 40s. At the time, Australia was called New South Wales, and large portions of the island remained wild and unexplored by colonists. Halfway through Brisbane's term as governor, a keen surveyor explored a winding river on the eastern half of the island. The surveyor dubbed the river the Brisbane River in the governor's honor. Years later, the city along the Brisbane River would adopt the name as well. Brisbane was generally seen as a good governor. However, he was arguably more interested in astronomy. The location of New South Wales afforded Brisbane the opportunity to study the southern skies. As the incoming governor, he constructed an observatory and brought with him plenty of astronomical instruments and a library of relevant books. Up-to-date work on the skies of the Southern Hemisphere was non-existent. Brisbane republished 100-year-old studies of his astronomy predecessors and substantially built upon their work. When Oxford University awarded Brisbane an honorary degree for his contributions, he could not have been more proud. It was more special to him than any of his military awards or promotions. When his term as governor of Australia ended, Brisbane left his instruments and books at the observatory he founded and headed home for Scotland. He hoped the observatory would continue the work he had started for the furtherance of science. Once home, he promptly set to work on constructing a new observatory to continue pursuing his love of astronomy. And today is the birthday of Étienne-Louis Malus, French physicist, engineer, and mathematician. Malus was born, also in 1775, in Paris and enjoyed a short military career before finding he was drawn to mathematics, particularly physics. He investigated and experimented almost exclusively with light and light waves. He is responsible for identifying Malus's law, which, not being a physicist, I only partially understand. His work is the basis for polarized lenses, which are lenses that reduce or eliminate reflection. He discovered the formula for polarization, but in the early 1800s, the materials he needed to make such lenses did not exist. For his contributions to science, Malus's name is inscribed on the Eiffel Tower along with 71 other significant scientists. Today's poem is by Louis Shreve Osborne, titled Writing Down from Bangor. Riding down from Bangor on an eastern train, after weeks of hunting in the woods of Maine, quite extensive whiskers, beard, mustache as well, sat a student fellow, tall and slim and swell. Empty seat behind him, no one at his side, into quiet village, eastern train did glide. Enter aged couple, take the hindmost seat. Enter village maiden, beautiful, petite. Blushingly, she faltered, is this seat engaged? Sees the aged couple, properly enraged. Students, quite ecstatic, sees her ticket through, thinks of the long tunnel, thinks what he will do. Pleasantly they chatted, how the cinders fly, till the student fellow gets one in his eye. Maiden, sympathetic, turns herself about. May I, if you please, sir, try to get it out? Then the student fellow feels a gentle touch, hears a gentle murmur. Does it hurt you much? Whiz, slap, bang, into the tunnel quite. 
into glorious darkness, black as Egypt's night. Out into the daylight glides that eastern train, students' hair is ruffled, just the merest grain. Maiden seen all blushes when then and there appeared, a tiny little earring in that horrid student's beard. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Virginia Combs, wishing you a good morning, a better day, and a lovely evening.